Hi, I'm Ken Mingus. Welcome back to Mingus on Tech, where we talk about what's hot and what's not in technology. I've snagged Preston this week because what's hot is Windows 10 and the first year anniversary of Windows 10's release and the anniversary update, anniversary upgrade that's coming out. Windows 10 anniversary update. A mouthful is full as usual. Which Microsoft is typical does. Microsoft, right? I was going to say the worst <laughs> branding company Who on the planet. Who stuff over there? Why do they do that? You know, I think they have a non-intelligent robot. Okay, it's already it's AI, right? Yeah, An yeah. early version a, of AI a, that right. needs to be updated. SAI, stupid okay. AI. Okay, all right. So Windows 10 has been out for a year. We, we should probably set the scene. Windows 10 rolled out July 29th of 2015. Microsoft has made a, a an aggressive push to get it on people's computers, to get people to upgrade from Windows 7 and Windows 8. Would you consider it a success, sort of, the largely? Yeah, I mean, just the Windows 10 in general, as well, we Well, Windows are now. 10 in general, released a year ago, was a fabulous success. Okay. Because Windows 8 was a complete nightmare. People hated right. it with good reason. I'm yeah. one of the many who hated it. <laughs> okay. Because you could no longer really use it well on a traditional computer. That was computer. the one where they sort of tried to, to jam two operating systems into one, right? Right. And it just and didn't work. No, and they tried to make a desktop operating system a tablet operating system even right. though nobody had Windows tablets. Right. And so the big thing is they did away with the start menu, did all kinds of really awful things. Windows 10 fixed it. It was a great, great, great operating system, and yeah. it still is. The update is really more of a marketing tool than it is a real update. I wanted to ask about update. that because everything, you know, I've seen the various permutations that have rolled out over the last year, and, you know, I'm not seeing anything visually that really seems to change a lot. I know Edge, you know, there's a lot of, mm -hmm. uh, of development work with, with the Edge browser. Um, so as we look to this one year anniversary, this up update that's gonna arrive on August 2nd, the fact that people will have to buy it now, the free upgrade program ends, mm -hmm. right? That's right. over with? If you have well, seven or eight, unless you already have 10, then it's free, right? Right, okay. So, you know, you've had a chance to, to spend some time with Windows 10 and with the, the update, the anniversary update. Upgrade? Update? Update. Update. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Microsoft. <laughs> the brand police will be after yeah, you. They, they're probably knocking at the doors yeah. now. All right. So what do people need to know? What What are they going to get when they get their anniversary update? They're not going to get a lot. They're okay. not going to get a whole lot. The <laughs> okay. truth is. The, okay. the truth is. Um, and which should be no surprise because after all, um, if you look at anniversary gifts, the first year anniversary it's is paper. not gold, it's, it's paper, paper. Right? It's yeah, okay. paper. so consider this a thank you note for Microsoft, okay. one you might not care about. Sort of thin. Yeah, okay. yeah very thin. So um, what they're going to get, they're going to get Edge, which is the browser that uh, replaced Windows Explorer. Edge was nice. Yeah. It's made a little bit nicer. There are now extensions. If anybody uses Chrome or Firefox, you yeah. know that extensions do all kinds of fabulous things. Yeah. Uh, there are tens of thousands of extensions for Chrome. There are, as we speak right now, 13 for Edge. Okay. Who Th makes these extensions? Are these third-party developers, or is it Microsoft? Or uh, right combo? now, it's a combination. You know, what they, I'm sure they added some incentives to the third-party developers for these first ones. Okay. But typically, they, I mean, Microsoft's not going to write tens of thousands of them, so they have to figure out a way to get a whole ecosystem created. And it's always okay. the chicken and egg kind of thing. And right now, there's kind of no chicken and no egg because there's not a whole <laughs> lot of extensions. Okay. Um, but they do exist. Not all of them work. Some of them are a little bit flaky, but at least they exist. You kind of wonder. It took a year to get that. I don't understand well, why, but they're there. The, wasn't there, there was something that I think was supposed to roll out for either Windows 7 or Windows 8 where Microsoft had, had said you're going to get all of these add-ons or extras or whatever, and then it just sort of died. The, the program never went anywhere. Uh, that happened with Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer had a similar thing. I can't remember what they called them. They gave them some name. Right. Same idea as extensions. Um, they try to get people to write from nobody cared. The ones with there just didn't work. And 
it's hard to know if that's going to be the same thing that's going to happen to Edge. The problem is, if not a lot of people use Edge, how do you convince a third party to write for Edge? Well, that's, you know, that you, you raise an important point, and this is sort of tangential to, to Windows 10, but ever since Microsoft sort of ordered Windows users to, to move toward Edge, um, it's been losing market share. I believe Greg <laughs> Kaiser's written about this a lot, that uh, you know, people, when they finally had to re-up for a browser, rather than re-upping for Edge, even though it's it's the main browser built into Windows 10, they've been they've been opting for Chrome, you know, and now they're not opting for Firefox, so I guess that's mm-hmm. good. Um, you know, is that a concern? I mean, do you think that's going to be an issue, or do you think that people, once they get comfortable with Windows 10, if they haven't upgraded, once they spend some time in the in the operating system, that Edge will start to edge, edge back <laughs> up, pun not intended? Uh, might, but I don't think a lot unless they really make some changes. I mean, look, if you use Chrome and you have these extensions that make your life better, why in the world give it up for Edge that doesn't have those extensions? Also, I found this is not testing. This is more personal experience. Just using it day to day. Yeah, Chrome is faster than Edge still. Chrome is still a faster browser. So if you have a faster browser with more extensions, why are you going to give it up for a slower browser with fewer extensions? (laughs) It's the Microsoft Yeah, and it's a problem for Microsoft because, you know, if you use Edge, what's going to happen is it's going to use Bing as the search engine. Right. That's really what, this is a little less about the browser than about business and the search engine and all that stuff. And so the problem for Microsoft is they can't get people to use Bing because they can't get people to use Edge. Okay. So, all right, so Edge is obviously one of the things that's new. Uh, Any under the hood kinds of things that that users might need to be aware of? I, I, I saw a story I think yesterday about a couple of new security uh, additions that might be useful in the enterprise? There are some security additions, nothing anybody will see. Um, You know, with every update, Microsoft makes it a lot more secure. You know, this is one of the things that people don't realize about Windows because it got such bad press way back earlier. It's really gotten quite secure. I mean, it really is a much secure operating system. And so there's really less issues with it than there have been in the past. With every update, it's going to get more secure, so there's that. I think there are a few things visually that people might notice. The okay. start menu, which we talked about yep. earlier, has gotten a little bit better because... A more robust, maybe? Uh, yeah, well, what happens is there's something called all apps. When you use Windows, mm-hmm. um, there's the start menu and then sort of a handful of, of tiles you could see, and you, yep. you click on any of those tiles to run it. But the truth is, you might have 50 apps and applications. You don't see them all in that little piece of real estate. Mm-hmm. There's something called all apps that lets you scroll through them all really fast. Right now it exists, but most people probably don't use it because you don't notice it's there. it's there. In the new version of Windows, all apps is right there. You, you hit the start button, the start menu appears, all apps is right there. So that's, that's a nice change. Mm-hmm. There's some links now in the start menu too, so that'll be, that'll be noticeable to people, I think, and a little bit more helpful. So there'll be that change. Uh, for people who like the dark side, you can now have a dark-themed Windows 10, Good. which you I, couldn't I like before. The dark. I, wish, I wish Apple would do that. I yeah. would really like to have a dark theme. It is nice. It yeah. is nice. The only issue with the dark theme is that app developers have to also program for the app theme right, and all of, of them haven't done it yet. But, you know, for Windows 10, there is that. Uh, there's a lot of little tweaks here and there, like for the notification center, you can customize a little bit here and there. But apart from that, there's not a lot. Be- oh, there is one more thing. Cortana is getting a little bit smarter. Okay. Which good. is nice. One would hope that these will gradually, you know, all of these yeah. sort of AI um, voice assistants will get smarter as time goes by. So you've noticed a difference between oh, absolutely. early days and now? Oh, dramatically so. And as a matter of fact, in this version, there is something that, you know, Microsoft now likes to say that you 
can talk to it using natural language, as the computer mm-hmm. scientists would say, which in our words means you could talk to it in English right. or French or Russian, whatever right. your native language is. Real language, basically. Yeah, exactly. And you can do it. So, for example, you could say, um, uh, Cortana, send email to Lydia Gralla, yeah. and it'll look through your contacts. It'll find the contact. If there are multiple email addresses, it'll ask you which one. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to go into your email program. On screen, it appears. It just pops up. And it then pops you, up. And you dictate what you want to say? You can dictate what you want to say or type if you're faster in that and send it along. So Cortana has gotten nicer. That's one of the other big things I'd say. How, how is the speech recognition? So if you're doing a dictation with, with your voice, is it pretty good in terms of picking up what you're is it, is it writing this what you think it's supposed to be writing? Yeah, moderately so. I can't say. I've used all of them, and I'm yeah. not happy with any of them. I, I mean, type, yeah, you I'm know, you have talking. to really speak slowly and clearly, and even then, they don't really understand you. I think it's really in its infancy. I think it's overhyped. It's good, and I'm st- I could still type more accurately than when I speak and see the words that it's trying to understand. Yeah, and then edit it and all that. So I just find I'm, I'm a touch typist, so I just find it faster to type than to speak. Okay. Because they don't recognize me. Okay. <laughs> now, in terms of just the upgrade process, is any anything that people should be aware of when they're you know if they're ready to go from Windows 10 that they've got now and they're they haven't updated yet but they're going to go for the anniversary update? Uh, anything they should be aware of? Any potential flaws or hitches or anything like that, or is it a pretty seamless process? It's pretty seamless. Um, Not everybody's going to be happy because you don't have a choice. With Windows 10, you no longer have a choice. When there's an update, you get it. It's going to roll out. It's going to get it. it. You got it. Nothing you can do about it. So Windows 10 update, this is what you need to do. Nothing. Turn on your computer. It will and it will update. And actually, and you know, update. for most people though, that's probably a good thing. Oh, I agree. You know, it's just done. Uh, Microsoft has taken a lot of heat for this in Windows 10. I think unjustifiably, because mm-hmm. one of the big reasons is you talked about security before. Yeah. Every time there's an update, there's more security, and there is a kind of herd immunity yep. when if everybody has the latest security patch everybody is safer. And so I know people complain, Microsoft is big brother because they're forcing me into this update. Well, in a computing ecosystem where everybody is connected, it's a good idea to have this kind of herd herd immunity. That makes a lot of sense. Now, in terms of enterprises, I know one of the things that Microsoft has talked about, or at least talked about initially, was that it hoped to get I think Windows 10 on one and a half billion devices by 2018. Mm-hmm. They've kind of backed off that a little right. bit. I think they're they're now hoping for maybe a billion, which still sounds like an awful lot. Yeah. Um, enterprises are sort of expected now, having had a year to sort of try it out. That that 2017 is more going to be the enterprise year, or from now moving forward. I think you'll start to slowly see it move forward here. I still, you know, enterprises are necessarily very conservative. As they should be. As they really should yeah. be. They have to be. And so I think they're really going to wait. I, I don't think it'll ever be like it was with Windows 8, which was a complete nightmare, yeah. and enterprises stayed away because it was t- too different from earlier versions of Windows. Windows 10 is fast. It's secure. It's what people are used to. And there's actually one thing that I, I forgot to mention yeah. about Windows 10 that it gets that could be good for enterprises. It's something called Windows Inc., okay. where what you'll be able to do is with a pen, and a touch device, mm-hmm. you can you can write on it, oh, and you know the apps on the that, screen, you on the screen like, okay. and you know the apps that are shipping are okay, not great, but I think enterprises are going to love this because you have a tablet, mm-hmm. you have mobile workers, salespeople, field technicians. Well, now all of a sudden, it's going to be really easy to write all these enterprise applications for salespeople for everybody else that just lets you 
right on write the tablet on the screen. and either it'll be recorded as what you wrote, it'll be turned into text, whatever it is. It's built now into the core of the operating system so enterprises aren't going to have to try to do all kinds of rejiggering. It's there. Just, you know, go into the API, use the API and you're done. So I think that's going to really help with enterprises too. Good. Great. All right. That's a, that's a great overview of Windows 10, Preston. I really appreciate that. I think it's time for people, if you haven't upgraded, it's time to do it. It's coming anyway. If you've already upgraded, it'll be there next week. Right. So, uh, great. All right. Well, listen, thanks a lot for the information. I think for now, for Windows 10, that's a wrap.